Good evening. Hello and welcome to Mac and Cheese. This is your host, Ruby McClellan. And Mac being me, Ruby McClellan, and cheese being the word of God. We were studying in the book of Revelation, and we had gotten to the part uh, where John had been banished to the Isle of Patmos. And I hope that you all Google uh, Patmos, the Isle of Patmos. And you would have some insight to what I'm talking about tonight. There he was uh, alone in a cave. And he was 90, I believe he was 92 years old. And he had decided in his mind that I'll just live the rest of my days out. And accept my faith, but God had another purpose. Even though he had been banished to the Isle of Patmos, he was just right for God to use. And we find out that he's in this cave and he heard a noise behind him. It's just like God. And when he saw what God had in store for him, I can imagine that John was a happy man. The greatest work that he would ever do in life was there before him. And the voice that he heard identified himself. He found himself talking to Jesus. A messenger had came, an angel, but when he turned around, he looked into the face of Jesus. He describes how, what he looked like to him. And then he told him to get a pen and paper, a pen and paper. And when Paul, I mean, when John was on his way to the Isle of Patmos, he had asked one of the shipmates that felt sorry for him. He wanted to give him some food to take on the island because they said it was scarce and there was nothing to eat. But being on the Isle of Patmos, and it was near the river, uh, ocean, or it was actually in the Aegean Sea. Paul was, I mean, John was a fisherman. So I guess that he was in happy land because he could fish for his dinner with the way he had did earlier in his life. But we're here to talk about the first church. And I won't bore you a long time tonight because um, I just want to talk about the first church, which uh, was mentioned, and that was Ephesus. And the word Ephesus means first. And these churches that Jesus had him write these letters to, they were in the form, 
when you looked out on the land, they were uh, scattered in different towns, but they were uh, in the shape, if you were just trying to find the shape, it looked like it was a big egg. But the first church was Ephesus, and we'll go into a little bit about the land and the towns that this letter was supposed to go to. But Jesus was issuing out a warning to his church. And as we talk about it a little bit, to give you some insight, he had him to write, I know your works and your labor and your patience and how you cannot not bear them which are evil. And you have tried them which say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars and have borne and have patience and for my sake have labored and have not fainted. And we'll talk about, I know that works. Jesus said to each of the seven churches showing that he has complete knowledge of the deeds of his people, whether good or bad. And if you're in a church, he has knowledge of your deeds, whether they're good or bad. For all things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. The early church was a working church. They did not just profess to have the truth, but proclaimed it. They were also patient to their laborers. This means they had persevered endurance in spreading the gospel. The church in the days of the apostle would not tolerate rebellion and open sin in the church. You were either in or out in those days. We are never to encourage evil, but to harm it and not set it before our eyes. One thing we find out that the early church tried them, which said they were apostles and are not. Obviously, there were those who were claiming to be part of the church, even professing to be amongst the teachers of the church that were only deceivers. The early church was still strong in truth not tossed back and forth by every wind of doctrine and thus was able to try or taste or test their claim and search out their true characters and found them to be liars, thus removing them. Jesus was aware of what was going on to end his church. And in Revelations 2 and 4, he says that, nevertheless, 
I have somewhat against you because I am somewhat against you because you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from whence ye are fallen and repent and do the first works over or else I will come unto you quickly and remove your candlestick out of its place. The candlesticks were the church, remember? A person's first love is generally very strong, devoted, and unselfish. But the early church had left this as their zeal began to wane and their devotion, thus selfishness, became more prominent. And that's where sin always began is with selfishness. We want to do what we want to do. For where iniquity does abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Their first love was beginning to wax cold, which was leading them to cherish worldliness. John gave them counsel against to the early church. And I'm going to end with this today. Maybe I might say one or two more things. If we were asked when our greatest love for Christ was, what would be your answer? If it's not the present moment right now, there would that would present a problem. For our greatest love should not be last year or last month or even yesterday, but right now. This is the present day. Think about that. Your greatest love should be for Christ right now. And we can just think back on what he did for us. Think about how he spared our lives. Think about his grace. Think about he gave us a new life to live. That he died for all of our sins and gave us a new purpose, a new life to live, one free of sin. And I tell people, if you think you know what freedom is, <laughs> give your life to God. And without all that sin and that heaviness in your life, you will find out that within this walk that we have with Christ, it is beautiful and it is free. It freed us up. And I'm going to go ahead and quit right there. We'll talk about the next church, which is Pergamos, on next time. Because I don't want to lose you to lose interest. This is quite a study. And it will be very beneficial to you. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting my website or my Facebook page. The name is Ruby McClellan. 
The website's name is macandcheesepodcast.com. And above everything, I want you to give your life to Christ. Let's walk this road together. I love you. And I'm going to believe by faith that you love me too. God bless. See you soon.